Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. Comparison. This is such a tricky subject. I feel that a lot of the content you see online about comparison is a lot of people saying that, oh yeah, I'm so confident in myself. I never compare myself. And I'm like, cool, good for you. I don't feel that way. I compare myself a lot. And it's definitely linked, um, it's definitely linked to my uh, anxiety. It's definitely linked to not feeling good about myself. And therefore, you know, my, my mindset goes down. Therefore, I'm not taking the action I need to. Therefore, I'm not getting the results that I want. Therefore, my mindset goes down because I'm not feeling that great because I'm not getting results. And a big reason for this is comparison. The thing is, yeah, I'm not this super enlightened Zen person who does not compare herself and everything is magical and, you know, sparkly. I do compare myself a lot. But through this process and through realizing, listen, every, like so many times when I'm feeling like crap or when I feel I don't feel good about myself and my business, it is because I've been doing certain things too much or too little. And I want to share those with you today. So if you're someone like me where you see someone, a potential competitor or just another entrepreneur doing great things online, there's definitely part of me, like a big part of me that is so excited for them. Like I'm genuinely really, really happy for them because I'm a huge believer in supporting each other and I do want to cheer them on. But there's also a tiny voice at the back of my head very often that says, huh, why haven't you done that, Maggie? Let me know if you feel the same way, that you can be happy for people, you can celebrate them on and support them and cheer them on. But there's still sometimes a tiny voice in the back of your head that says, hmm, I'm not there yet. Is there something wrong with me? Am I not as good as they are? And it's honestly a really uncomfortable, like I'm, I'm starting to feel like uncomfortable saying this out loud because it is something that goes really deep. So here's some couple of things that can help you. Unfollow them on social media. I've had to do this multiple times. Um, I sometimes unfollow people when I'm just not going through a good phase or when something that they're posting is really triggering me. And that's, it's all my stuff. It's nothing to do with them, but I have unfollowed people for a while to start following them again on social media. Unsubscribe from the newsletters and stop scrolling. I know that's easy to say, but there is such a link between how much time you spend aimlessly scrolling social media and the amount of information you're putting in your head, the amount of extra thoughts uh, you're putting in your head and the amount of more of comparison of your thinking of that you're thinking, oh, why haven't I done X, Y, and Z yet? Now, follow, should you follow your competition? I have quite a specific view on this, I think. So first of all, we're using competition, not in terms of you are in competition with each other. Um, I collaborate very often with people who could be my competitors, but it's like if your potential client is thinking of hiring you, who else could they hire instead? So that's the people we're talking about. That's in this context, that's your competition. I follow some of my competition, but I also decide to unfollow them for phases because there is the danger of unintentionally copying from them. There's a fine line between 
following people who do similar things to you to be inspired, to see what they're up to, to get some ideas. But if they're too close to you, if the, what you're doing is too similar, I find it then quite difficult sometimes to be original with my ideas because what I've seen from them is already ingrained in my head. So for me, I try not to follow my, com- my competition because it can influence me. And I don't want that. I want to stay true to who I am. I want to be original. And that's where the difficulty is that I have people who I love. I love what they do. But what they do is similar to me. And I've noticed myself just looking at their stuff thinking, oh my gosh, I should do that. I'm like, no, I can't do that because I just saw it from them. So that's not going to end well if I take that level of inspiration. And this gets tricky because if you're like, if you're working on your website, for example, or a new sales page or something new, like the first thing you do is you go to see what has, have people done before, right? Um, so I was doing this when I was putting my event together. I, I had, I don't know, I went through 20, 30, 40 sales pages for various events, just like looking, what's the norm? What are people using? But the danger is if you're working, let's say on a sales page and you have someone else's page open on the screen. That's when it gets really dangerous. And I've seen this with people doing this to me. And I'm sure it was not malicious. I'm sure no one else would notice apart from me because I wrote the copy of the sales page. But I was reading through something and I was just like, oh, this looks really similar to what I've done. And I noticed that there were bits like phrases and structure that were directly taken from my sales pages. And it was someone who knew me. So I was like, I, and I, she's just so sweet. She's so lovely. I know for a fact it wasn't intentional. And what probably happened is that she had my, my sales page open, was working on hers, and just ended up taking more inspiration than she probably should have. I don't take that the wrong way, but I also really want to avoid myself doing that. What I would suggest instead is if you're like, like working on a sales page or an ebook or whatever, like even podcast, right? Any project I work on, I always go and do my research. I listen to a bunch of podcasts before starting to plan mine just to get a sense of what do I like, what I what do I not like. And that's what I believe you should do. Go through the projects and or sales pages or whatever that you're working on from other people as inspiration and then list what did you like, what did you not like. So you can start taking elements from that. So you're not copy pasting something, you're not copying someone but you can start saying, oh, I love that she used all these bright, airy photos on her sales page. Or I love this person that she had video testimonials. Great. Can I get video testimonials from my clients? That's something you can take elements and then actually be inspired. There's a great book called Steal Like an Artist. I highly recommend that. And it is a fine balance between being inspired and copying. And part of that does happen with comparison because if you are comparing yourself to competition or people who are doing similar things, what is taking inspiration from them and when to start being copying? In this creative industry, it can be a very fine line. So definitely err on the side of caution here. Another tip I have for you is to unsubscribe from newsletters. It's really to protect your mindset and your mental energy. So for example, if like a deal you were working on didn't go through, the client said no, the launch flopped, and you're just not feeling great about your business. And you're like, oh, where, am I, where am I going wrong? And you're getting all these emails about, oh my gosh, let me tell you about my six-figure launch and let me tell you about my like 18K month and da-da-da. That's going to be probably quite triggering for you. And if it's not, then great, then go read those newsletters and get inspiration. But if you are getting those feelings of, oh, crap, when you read that, 
unsubscribe. You can always resubscribe later. It's not going to hurt anyone's feelings. You need to protect, protect yourself. We've talked about this earlier. It's strategy, action, and mindset. And part of you growing your business and staying confident and moving forward is protecting your mindset by realizing and becoming more conscious of where are your triggers. And if a trigger is comparison, because you look at people and yes, you can celebrate and cheer them on, but part of you goes, why am I not doing that? Why have I not achieved that? And you feel negative about it as well. And it's a personal thing. It's nothing to do with them. It's all just your own personal crap. What can you do to avoid those feelings? What can you do to avoid those triggers so that you can keep your mindset high and stay confident and keep going because things will get better? That's your quest for this week. Write down what are the things that make you feel negative and what are the things that make you feel good. And if one of those things is triggering newsletters then just un- or people on social media, then just unfollow and unsubscribe for a while and it's going to be okay. Hey, hey, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you never miss new episodes. And if you have a business bestie who needs to hear this message, go share this with them. See you in the next one. Love and magic, Maggie.